we give our time, attention, and love. We enjoy sharing and following friends, family, colleagues, and inspirational leaders aligned with our passions and interests in a hyper-connected world. We're all about tribes. We join tribes that speak to us and align with our vibe. In Tribe Goals, we share time with key lifestyle and industry change makers as they share some of their inspirations, thinking, and flow with their communities. We'll see how they started and grew their tribe, as well as which they have joined, and how that has fueled them every other week. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, and we'll navigate our favorites in our show, Tribe Goals. On today's episode of Tribe Goals, we have our interview with Athleisure Mag's 2019 April cover girl, Trinity Fatou, aka Naomi, of the WWE and East Total Divas. We talked about how she has always had a love for performing, her days as a cheerleader for the Orlando Magic, and that moment when she realized that she wanted to be a WWE superstar. We delve into her successful career in the WWE, WrestleMania, and a number of women's matches. We also talk about the coupleship with her husband, Jonathan Fatou, who is one half of WWE's The Usos as Jimmy Uso, as well as her love for Beyonce. Prior to coming to the WWE, tell us about your background as we know you were an NBA cheerleader previously. I started dance at the age of eight and I studied tap, jazz, ballet, lyrical, modern, and hip-hop up until the age of 18 and competed nationally. Once I was 18, I was too old to compete and graduated high school, so it was time for that next chapter. From there, I auditioned and went into magic. I wanted to go to Alvin Ailey's dance school. time, I just wasn't mentally prepared and honestly was just scared to leave home. I had never been away from home. I ended up doing a community college, ended up doing magic, so... Uh, I'm kind of glad now that I didn't go because I don't think I ever would have got into wrestling and then I never would have met my husband and then so on and so forth. Exactly. I also come from a very musical family. Mm. Uh, My father is a musician. He's a guitarist. My uncle is George McCray. Shut up. Yeah, I had a hit song like back in the 70s and some other... So, like, it's it's just to perform and entertain is just in my blood and in my family. I feel like it's yep. almost, like, inevitable for me not to do something in entertainment. I had one year, 12 jobs. Whoa. Like, just, yeah, working through temp agencies and just trying to find it. And I just, I was never satisfied trying to have a, a normal nine to five. Mm-hmm. It had to be something involving people and me being active and um socializing and working with people is what I what I end up realizing about myself is what I what I like First of all, the music legacy, I think that's so amazing. I had a, a tenor saxophonist, a uh, uh, great uncle who passed away, but Joe Henderson. And so being able to have no Jack. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely, when you get into that circuit, you know you want to do something that kind of keeps that type of thing going. That is so cool. So what led you to going to the WWE then? And what was that process like? So when, um, when I was doing, at the time I was still Orlando Magic Dancer and working at the arena, um, the wrestling show just came to the Amway Center. I ended up just wanting to watch the show. Um, my girlfriend, some of the dancers had told me about it and we ended up watching the show. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the women perform, I was, I was in awe. I was blown away. First, I didn't 
know, I was just blown away by the entire show because I didn't know much about, I didn't know anything about wrestling. Yeah. And let alone that women had a, a role in it as much as they did and could do the things that they did. So it was a six woman tag that I saw. I mean, they were killing it and they just looked so beautiful. And I just knew right then it was something I wanted to do and that I could do. So from there, I just, I talked to my friend, knew someone who knew someone who knew someone. So just went around asking questions, figured out how to get a tryout. Yeah. And then, uh, fortunately, at the time, uh, the developmental was in Tampa, which is only like an hour and a half away. So mm-hmm. I literally drove one weekend to Tampa to go do a tryout. And then uh, a couple months, maybe like three months later, I finally heard back from them and they told me that I got a developmental deal and then I could start training. And then I, I left right from home like a few weeks later and moved to Tampa and started my wrestling journey. Wow. And did you have a mentor that you worked with coming up through the system? Um. Well, I met my husband. We It's crazy because my husband and I started um he was there a few months before me, mm-hmm. but when I first got there, my husband was one of the first people that I met. Wow! And, um, so he was—he's always been a mentor to me and like my guidance through this whole thing. And um, Norman Smiley, who mm-hmm. still trains and develops new talent now, and um, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Mm. He's also a former wrestler, um, Dusty Rhodes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, developmental is different now because it's NXT. I came in through a different name yeah. of developmental. It was called FCW. But just all the guys and people that I came around at the time, I feel like all had some influence and help. But most most of all would be my husband. Aw, that's pretty yeah. cute. Well, what does it mean to you to be a WWE superstar? Um, I mean, it it's... It has become so much of who I am and my identity at this point. Mm -hmm. When I came in, I honestly, I was just looking for a transition. I had been cheerleading for a couple years and um, was just looking for something new and something to express myself creatively. I had no idea how big wrestling was, Mm -hmm. the type of platform, you know, I would be on and and that I could make a career out of it. Yeah. It was just something to do at the moment and at the time to just get me to the next chapter of my life. Until I figured out, you know, what I wanted to go to school for, how I really was going to make a living. I just wanted to do something that kept me performing. When I got into it and realized how incredible um, an opportunity it was and how massive it was and how global it was in the the effect that it has on people, I just, I completely fell in love with it. I fell in love with the lifestyle and um, it just completely became a part of my life. And like, I, I, I realized this, this is what I wanted to do. So to me, this, this is my, this is my life. This is my world, you know, like mm-hmm. it's at this point, it's like everything. It's how I take care of my family. Mm-hmm. How, it's how I find, I found my purpose. So um, this is something my husband and I bond over. It has become so entwined into my life that, like, it's it really is everything to me. So for those of our, our listeners that may not know what WrestleMania is, can you tell us about this event and how important is that in the wrestling year? WrestleMania is our Super Bowl. It's our <laughs> biggest pay-per-view of the year. People from all over the world travel in, come to town to see our WrestleMania. 
It's what we worked towards all years to be on that show, to be on that pay-per-view. And the best of the best is on WrestleMania. So mm. um, to be able to share, you know, the ring with the, the, the greats, like the John Cena's and mm-hmm. the Randy Orton's and all these incredible superstars, it's, um, it's definitely one of the biggest events of the year, performing in front of, live in front of over 80,000 people it one of the biggest and most most um netlife stadium one of the most known mm-hmm. stadiums around the world like it's 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 massive and it's 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 epic and just to be in that environment and feel the energy and adrenaline from the audience it is it is something a feeling that you can get nowhere else are there additional matches that we should also keep an eye out for that are also pretty significant in your calendar? Um, well, absolutely. The the most I am most stoked about would be the women's main event. This is the first time ever in history that the women will be main eventing mm. WrestleMania. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. As well as uh, um, we'll also have the uh, Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Team Championship match for the first time ever. So the women are, it really is uh, evolution. The women are killing it and all these women are incredible and are definitely going to raise the bar. So aside from the women's battle royal at WrestleMania, these you can also look forward to these other women's matches that are going to be awesome. Well, in addition to being a wrestler, you're also on E! Total Divas, which I love this show. How did you come about getting on that show? And how important do you feel that it, that is to amplify your brand as well as to showcase your personal life as well? Well, we were the original cast was handpicked by the company and uh, Vince. And at the time I had a tag partner. Um, her name was Ariane Andrew, known mm-hmm. as Cameron. Yep. And they just thought we would, we would bring a different... Um, dynamic to the show mm-hmm. a great um we were a great contrast to the Bella twins at the time we were in the angle um you know working against them a lot mm-hmm. her and I just had great chemistry together and they were right about all those things but that's why initially we were selected for the show and um I was very apprehensive at first mm. I used to be very private and protective of my personal life that's what nowadays with social media, you there's so many opinions and yes, you know, so many critics. I was very protective of that, but I also saw the bigger picture and um, once again the the platform that we were being given, and um, I did want to be able to tell our story as women, and, and I wanted people to see the other side of us um, and to see how hard we work and to see that women can do it and to, and to motiv- motivate others. Yeah, um, I knew there was a different audience that we would be able to connect and reach out to that we can't um, always do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's why, um, you know, along with speaking with my partner at the time, uh, we decided to go ahead and, and do it together. We were kind of like a package deal. We had to be on there together. Right. So. Well, I I love the show. I love being able to see the in the ring and also like you were talking about the outside dynamics, too. And it's just so applicable to just how people live in general. Um, my yeah. as, as you know, my co-founder who did the photo shoot, but he also is my, my business partner. There's right. sometimes when you're watching what you guys are doing and I'm like, yep, we've had those conversations. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I want people to like. I really wanted people to see that because there's only so much you can know about me watching 
Raw or SmackDown. Right. Um, and I just knew, knew with the girls that I was working with and the show that was backing us in the company that it would be a very empowering show, an uplifting show for women. And I, I just I couldn't turn down the the opportunity to do that. So. I mean, you're weak. You could be prepping for another match. Maybe you're going into tapings or doing a charity. What is the average if there's such a thing for you? Uh, we're, we're moving and traveling five days a week. Oof. And um, we have appearances weekly, radio stations, um, charity events, signings, our shows each night. Uh, we perform. We fly into the town, perform to the show, and then drive to the next city. Mm. And we do that. Um, yep. Wow. Four days a week, and then the fifth day, we're traveling, getting back home to recharge and do it all over again year-round. There's no off-season. Um, yeah, so I think yeah. the toughest part is the travel. You, mm-hmm. know, you would think it'd be the wrestling and the physical part, but that, that's really the best part. That's really the easiest part. But when you calculate it, think of all the hours it takes for us to get there just to perform, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes for 10 if we're fortunate for the women, if you get 10 minutes, you know, you're, it's good. Yeah. The hard part and the most, I think, energy draining is the, is the travel. It's really hard. And being away from, being on the road so much, you know, you're, you're away from home, you're away from friends and mm-hmm. family. That's part of the lifestyle, you know? Well, since you do travel so much, what are three must-have items that you always have with you in your suitcase whenever you're on the road? <laughs> Um, I always have my blanket. Oh, blanket. Mm-hmm. I'm always cold, no matter where I am. No Same. matter how warm it is. For some reason, I am always just cold. Um, I would say my makeup bag. Mm-hmm. And just with like lotions, moisturizers, all that stuff. Because traveling a lot, it really dries your skin out. Exactly. Um, sunglasses. Nice. For those days, I don't want to put on makeup. Well, so who would you say are your go-to people that are in your WWE squad? Um, other than my husband and my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. who's his twin. Yep. <laughs> um, as far as girls, I would say Lana, Natty, and Tamina. Wow. And we all kind of broke in around the same time. I've been around each other a couple years. We've just been through a lot of the ups and downs together. Mm-hmm. Which is really just naturally has just made us bond really, really close. I can imagine. And how do you yeah. ensure, because of your travel time, how do you maintain your coupleship with your husband? Do you guys have date nights? <laughs> yes. Yes, we try to, like, always tell each other to, um, you know, never stop dating each other. So, yeah. Um we're always together mm-hmm. but I feel like we're always in work mode so yep. the hard part is being able to turn it off mm-hmm. put the phone down not talk about work not talk about wrestling and really just tune everything and everyone out and focus on like each other I so can agree time, mm-hmm. even though we're together all the time we're so there's there's so many distractions so we're together, but like we're we're not together. We get to the arena and we're together. We're at the arena like twelve hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I don't see him all day because 
he's preparing or he's meeting people or he's, you know, getting whatever he has to do. And then I'm over here getting my match together or mm-hmm. doing total divas. Or, so it's like, and then we get in the car and then we got like a however long drive and then I'm asleep or he's asleep or it's, so it's like finding that quality time. That's amazing. Yep. Time, like, yep. Once again, Paul and I, we're together all the time, but we do a lot of work. So it's kind of, don't say anything anymore. Just talk about personal stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like a lot of people don't understand, like, how can you be together that much? Mm -hmm. You guys don't have time. Yep. I'm like, you would just have to live it to explain it because it sounds ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. There have literally been days where we'll look at each other and he's like, I've seen you every day, but I have not said, like, how are you doing? Not from the business standpoint, but just how's life? (laughs) You're like, oh, yeah. Whoops. Yep. It's crazy. So what's on your playlist when you're working out? I think I have an idea, but so we can let everyone know what's on your playlist. Beyonce, Beyonce, (laughs) Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. (laughs) Have you watched Netflix's Homecoming of her? Oh, you know I did. I know you did. I know you did. I had to ask. Like, <laughs> I watched it at least five times. I wasn't watching it like every day since it came out on repeat. Oh my god! I just think she's like the greatest thing. Ever she's amazing. Mm-hmm. I will not tolerate any negativity <laughs> said about Beyonce. I'm not. <laughs> to pop off at anybody. <laughs> You're like, what? No. She's truly amazing. Like, she really is my idol. Mm-hmm. Her work ethic, her yep. personality, never hear any bad stuff about her. Mm-mm. It was to be in the entertainment for so long and to, to just be... Not even listen. We know how amazing she is, but just the, her character. Exactly. Two of ours. Like, it's, it's insane to me. I've never seen a Coachella presented like that and being able to bring such awareness to the mainstream of things that we know about, you know, but everyone having it there and just done so beautifully without being extremely messagey. It's just so matter of fact. It just that was an experience right there. I was just like, wow. okay. (laughs) Seriously, it just it it made me so proud. Mm hmm. And she didn't have to do that. There's so no things she could have did, but she's so aware, and she's such a feminist, mm-hmm. and such a humanitarian. I feel like she's just she's just great. Wow, I love her. that was it was good. So, what do you do in your downtime? Um, how do you take time for yourself, or just to take a moment? Honestly, I really <laughs> don't have much time to myself. I I do. I have a little room in my house. Mm-hmm. That um, I call it my little little lounge, but it's very like um, it's very yoga ish. Oh, um, I got like the the pillows on the floor and uh, the colors in there are warm and it's very cozy and relaxing. So like I'll get up there and just relax and turn on my meditation music and you know write songs mm-hmm. and think and relax. You know sometimes when I do have the time on my days off, but that's probably like the most. I feel to get away or how yeah. I like to get away. I don't really like to go anywhere because we're always gone. When I'm home, that yeah. is the best getaway for me. Like that is mm-hmm. the best vacation because we're gone over three, 300 some days out the year traveling. Wow. Yeah. Home does become like, it's a new place for you to go to since yeah. you're there. So yeah. Sanctuary, so yeah, I'll go up in that little room and have like my me time, my quality time. Mm-hmm. So who are but, three people 
that inspire you. We're about tribes and tribe goals and seeking out people who inspire you either, you know, personally or professionally. Do you have three of those people that are kind of always in your sights? Yeah. Uh, one would be my uncle book. Hmm. Um, he's like my best friend. Uh, he's always on my, my Instagram, but he, he has been an uncle and like a father to me since I was born mm. my whole life. Um, we just have a really tight bond and relationship and he's always there for me. He's a huge supporter, just always been at every dance competition, every wow. track meet, every prom, you know, just mm-hmm. always there and he's still there. He's really my, my best friend. And um, my mom, mm-hmm. just watching her strength um, just growing up and um just being a single parent and just how gracious she's been throughout my whole life Mm -hmm. my mom can do no wrong in my eyes Mm -hmm. and i'd probably say beyonce i I knew it i was like i know that's what is in there (laughs) michelle obama her story Mm -hmm. as well yep so you're, how would you define your personal style? Like when you're going out just to, you know, with the girlfriends and drinks versus a date night look versus just hanging out, out and about? I would say I am very funky and spontaneous. Mm-hmm. One day I could be dressed like retro and 80s and then the next day I could want to be, you know, classy and in some designer stuff or I love rave clothes. I love funky clothes. I wow. love bright colors. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of all over the place. Like, whatever I see I like, I just, I go with it. It doesn't have to be, I'm not set in a certain style. Um, I do like to be loud. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And different. Like, I've never been afraid to be different and stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would just say spontaneous. I like a little bit of everything. Which is nice. It keeps it always. I'm always going through your Instagram. I'm just like, wow, there's so many like different motifs and style. But yet you look so comfortable in it because I always tell people, even when I'm styling them, like if you don't feel that that works for you, it's not going to look right. (laughs) So it's very true. Like one day I'm like, oh, I want I want my hair in braids today. mm -hmm. The next day I literally I have gotten five, six hours of braids and get up the next day and like take them out. Whoa. I don't want my hair like this. I want a, a bob or I want a, wow. my, my fro or like, uh-huh. yeah, I'm just like that. I've always been like that. Wow. So I know you're based in Florida. Um, we, we always love knowing what is like a place that we would see you grabbing a meal. Where do you work out at? And then where do you go shopping? Well, nowadays I, I kind of shop more online. Which is what most people are saying more and more. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. What am I? Oh, that's that's a hard one. I will say eating wise, I love ramen noodles. So Jinya is like, mm. I can eat Jinya every day. It's so it's a ramen noodle bar. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very popular and they're so good. Wow! Uh, you can always catch me in those. And Orlando has one. Only like major cities have them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Orlando has one. But um, shopping. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of like, like, the simple stuff or, like, stores with a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Forever 21. Yep. Where I can kind of mix and match. And exactly. My own stuff together. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I like, um, there's another one. It's like a UK store. Um, it's kind of like a Forever 21. Oh, um, Topshop? Topshop. Yeah. I love Topshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like American Apparel. Yep. I like Dolls Kill. Um, I like House of CB. Yep. I, I feel like my whole closet is becoming Fashion Nova because it's, it's so affordable. You get it, like, so fast and all yep. that stuff always fit well that's the thing especially when you like to pick up from different like aesthetics to go to a place like that vc collection they're actually one of my new favorites because it's just so many different things and like you said it's so cheap that you don't really care if you don't wear it a lot because you just want the style and keep it moving exactly and what i do is like i can't keep wearing once i wear something on tv it's done like i can't be caught on tv with it again yep so it's like i don't really like spending so much on clothes and stuff. There's no point. No, no. And and especially now with so many options available, you don't have to anymore, which is really great. And where can we see you working out? Um, so somewhat everywhere because I was talking (laughs) to my husband about getting like what gym membership we want, but we realized it's like, it sucks because we have certain gyms here at home, but like Mm -hmm. every state or city you go to, there's always different gyms. Yeah. So it's like sometimes when we're in the Midwest, you, there there aren't any LA Fitness. They yep. have more Planet Fitness or like. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just we get to the town, we we look up a gym, and then we just go and we'll we'll just pay for the day pass. I know that you're energized from the insights on today's episode of Tribe Goals. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Premium. Tribe Goals is a member of the Multimedia Podcast Network Athleisure Studio, part of Athleisure Media and Athleisure Mag. Visit us at athleisurestudio.com backslash tribe goals and follow us on Instagram at tribe.goals to see new episodes of Tribe Goals, as well as to see what other shows we have launched throughout our network. Tribe Goals is hosted by me, Kimmy Smith, and is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself. Our theme music, Rough and Deep, performed by Jerkalin. I'll be back in two weeks with our next Tribe Goals guest.